You have reached the voice message box of Norm Augustinus. Hello, Norm. My name is Gretel Hawkins. I'm calling you from Big Bay, Michigan. Norm, I wish I could have talked to you in person, but I guess leaving you this telephone message on your telephone answering machine will just have to do. Norm, like yourself, I too am an inventor. I've recently invented an amazing dildo. And I'd like to tell you about it now. Norm, did you know that approximately 16 million women die every year while they are pumping off their hot hunger? fuckhole with a dildo. That's right, Norm. They're dead atop their mattress, and their hand is clutching onto a limp rubber dildo that is hanging limply from their pussy. Their hand is clutching onto that dildo. Norm, no woman wants that. It's embarrassing to the family. It's embarrassing to the woman that's found. They'll do anything not to be found dead with a dildo in their fuckhole. Norm, with my amazing dildo, that can't happen. Let me explain. Norm, my dildo is 29 inches long and 4 inches wide, Norm. Norm, inside my dildo is a special stink amplifier. Stink amplifier. That's right, Norm. There are 2,000 tiny holes built into my dildo norm and there is a complex stink stink amplifier circuit built into my dildo that runs on two lithium wafer batteries norm how it works is quite simple the woman is pumping off with her dildo and she has a cardiac arrest and she dies well norm no woman wants to be found that way they'll do anything not to be found that way norm she won't be found that way with my dildo why well because when the authorities find her dead body norm they'll see that the the walls have caved in. The wallpapers peeled off. The floors have rotted. The windows have melted, Norm. The entire place has completely crumbled. And why, Norm? Well, Norm, as I was saying, my dildo has thousands of tiny holes built into it, and there is a stink, stink amplifier, amplifier built into my dildo, Norm. It's a complex circuit, Norm, with a patent pending on it. Norm, once that dildo goes into the fuckhole of the female, it will amplify the odor that is found inside the pussy norm and amplify that odor one million times more than it was before the dildo went into that cunt norm and that one million times the stink of the pussy norm will destroy the entire bedroom the walls will cave in the windows will melt the wallpaper will peel the roof will cave in the drywall will collapse and fall out of the walls and ceiling norm the electrical wiring will burn up and fall out the light bulbs will melt norm well norm when the authority find the woman dead atop her mattress, they won't for one second think that this woman was pumping off her hot, hungry fuckhole when she died. It's a natural disaster. The building collapsed, Norm. Nothing human could have done this. It's an act of God, Norm. An earthquake, a tornado, a hurricane, some freak tidal wave, Norm. No one will ever know that her actual dildo turned on when she died, engaged when she died. The dildo I created, Norm, that will prevent her her from being found with a dildo in her cunt. The dildo I made, Norm, created a disaster in her bedroom. A natural disaster, Norm. She wasn't playing with her dildo when she died, Norm. Thanks to my dildo stink Stink amplifier, amplifier. Norm. Even the dildo, Norm, will self-destruct 
Once it's engaged, the pussy odor multiplied times one million. Walls crumble, block walls explode, brick walls fall apart, steel structures melt and collapse from stink alone, amplified one million times. Warm if the woman never dies, if it never engages, it's just an ordinary dildo. But it's good to have that extra protection. One million times the stink inside her fuckhole. That's about it, Norm. My amazing stink, stink amplifier, amplifier. Joe. Really enjoy your show. Keep up the good work. So long. End of messages. Excuse me, miss. I've invented a dildo I call the stink amplifier dildo. You got a minute? What? It's a stink amplifier dildo. Do you have a minute to, to do a conversation? Sure. Just, just a minute, please. Ridiculous. What's ridiculous? What's a stink amplifier? It's a dildo that will amplify the stink in a woman's vagina one million times. And in that way, no one will know she was playing with a dildo and amplify the stink. And everything will crumble around her because of the stink. Wallpaper, everything. Just peel off. Buildings will collapse. Why would anyone want that? So she's not found with a dildo lodged in her cunt. When they find her, the authorities find her. What? The stink in a vagina. It'll amplify that toxic stink and amplify one million times. The blocks will fall apart. The mortar will come apart. The wallpaper will come apart. The roots will cave in. The basement will cave in. It'll do all that. Distract the authorities from actually knowing, letting them know that she was playing with her pussy. What are you talking about? Uh, Thank you very much for the interview. I appreciate that. Stink Amplifier. Mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, absolutely-fucking-loot-free, Norm Augustinus. A woman I know up here, before I get started here, she asked me if I could come over. We've sort of been intimate on and off. I met her during the ice fishing season. She asked me if I could come over to her house. She had a husband. He's dead now. I don't know. He died years ago. She's still very young. And she said, could I come over and look at her toilet? She sees water on a bathroom floor in the bathroom. And I said, sure, I'm not a plumber. You don't ever want to fucking volunteer shit like that, or you'll become very popular with other people wanting you to do shit for free. Never do nothing for free. I said, yeah, I could come over, and I could look at it. Now, as you know, what holds a toilet down are two bolts. Two bolts hold the toilet down. And I know this well because years ago I tightened the bolts down too tight, and the whole toilet exploded. And a bitch got really mad at me, and I thought, never again. You know, toilet's all ceramic. When I got out there and removed the two bolts because the water was leaking, I figured that the wax ring, they call it a wax ring, the wax ring that keeps the toilet from leaking, this shit in the air can go down in the, into the pipe, that stops leaks this big ring, it's waxy thing, like a gasket. I guess that's the best way to call it, seal a gasket. When I lifted the toilet off the fucking wax ring, to see why it's leaking. I was just going to change the wax ring. I told her to get one. I didn't do any of that. 
what did I see? I saw like, uh, maybe, maybe 45 to 75, maybe more. I don't know. 45 to 100. I saw 45, somewhere between zero and a fucking hundred used rubbers that were clinging to the side of the wax ring. The thing that seals the toilet off so there's not water on the floor in the bathroom. Water, shit, urine. There was a hundred fucking used rubbers clinging to the side of the wax ring when I removed the fucking toilet. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was repulsive that the needs this bitch had. This, this non-stop need between something between her legs. It's like my psychiatrist I had one time. She said to me, we all have needs, Norman. Now, the way she said it, I could feel something happen in my dick. I could feel it. We all have needs, Norman. What she was really saying was she wanted to bong, uh, ball me. And I didn't take action. I don't know why. Probably because it was a professional situation. We all have needs. And it seemed funny to me. Needs. We all have needs. I looked into the wax ring. All her rubbers were there clinging to the side of the fucking wax ring. And she's, all she's been doing was getting, is getting dick. You know, that's D-I-C-K. That's all she's been doing is getting loads and truckloads of dick. Trainfuls, car after car on train tracks filled with dick. Cargo planes in the military that can hold thousands of soldiers, one plane. That kind of a plane filled with dick. This is what a woman wants. Cargo planes. Fucking every postal service truck in the world. Post office. Filled with dick coming to her house. Like the field of fucking dreams. Only it's the field of dick. Here it comes. You ever see that scene? All the cars are in line coming to the fucking baseball diamond. Like a bitch would do that. Is there buried treasure there? Are there stands there? where money could fall out of people's pockets and fall down under the stands, the bleachers that they could fucking get and lift and pick up and hunt for. Now they might show up. All this rubbers inside the toilet ring, the wax ring, clinging there. Now when I removed the toilet and I placed it into the bathtub, we put a blanket in there so there wouldn't be any damage. I looked up at her when I saw the rubbers, and I could smell the cum. Now the cum inside the rubbers was making this fizzing sound. You ever, when I was a kid, we had something called, they were, they were called zots. And I think that there was some kind of powder inside the zot and it would start to bubble up in your mouth. They have something like that today too. And that's what I heard, like fizzy pops fizzing away, popping because the rubbers were fucking fermenting as they were clinging to the side of the wax ring. They were fermenting. In making this clicking sound, this bubbling sound. And the, the rubbers were kind of bloated up. Now when I stopped and I put the toilet, the toilet into the toilet, into the bathtub, and I looked over at her, when our eyes met, it was instant. You ever have something like that happen, man? You probably never had had anything like that happen. I mean, a big fucking day with you would be that you've got your fucking five-eighth socket. You could polish it today on your snap-on set that you're still paying for from the fucking grunt job you had at some fucking place, some tire replacement place, some some auto shop where the fucking snap-on guy came to it, and you still owe them money. When I was a kid years and years ago, there was a Kmart in Utica, Michigan, and I worked at Kmart, and a snap-on truck would come in. 
The fucking snap-on tools were a fortune. All I did was change oil. But this little fucking gimpy dude, this handicapped fucking vegetable that ran the center, was in a wheelchair. He'd always tell me, get in there and buy a tool. One fucking screwdriver was $75. And I said, how do I pay for that, imbecile? How do I pay for a $75 screwdriver? He said, no problem. Snap-on has a fucking payment plan. I quit the job after my fucking payment plan was about $700 a month and I made 150 a week. Stupidest scam. Snap-on is a pyramid scheme. Truck's driving around some imbecile near telling you how much you need this tool. I can do the same fucking thing with a tool from Walmart. Some piece of shit made in goddamn China. Some slanty-eyed fuck that's made this piece of shit. I can do the same thing. If it breaks off, no problem. The socket costs ten cents. I got ten more here. It's eventually going to loosen up the bolt. Fucking snap-on tools and Kmart. So she looks up at me, and I look at her, and our eyes meet, and I could feel my dick. That meant I could feel the, the blood going to it. She realized she had been exposed. This whore knew that I knew that her fucking, her hole, the gape between her legs, the massive stretched out fucking gape between her legs, was hungry. It needed dick. They all need dick. I hope you're not an imbecile. I hope I've conveyed my message to you clearly over the years. This is the longest-running podcast, or whatever you want to call it, in America. You know it, and they know it, and everybody fucking knows it. Where's my props? Where's my fucking plastic, gold-coated, gold-coated plastic fucking trophy? Where's my Hall of Fame? Where's anything? I don't, I don't have my plastic trophy. Because they're not going to give your correspondent one. But they know who the boss is, and I'm the boss, and you know who the boss is. The chick looks at me, and I look at her, and I can see that she's turned on. She's exposed. There's her rubbers. There's the cocks that have been in that fucking hole nonstop. A chick has to have dick nonstop till the day she dies. And they're hard to die, believe me. I just read the stats, the figures, and it said chicks won't fucking die in America. They're now living 10 or 12 years longer than a man because they've conned and manipulated every fucking dude in this planet to do the work for them. I got friends working at screw machine factories while his bitch are sitting at home fucking the neighbor next door and filling the refrigerator in his house and getting dick all day long while he's running some screw machine or listening to some fuck degrade him on the floor. They live 10 or 12 years longer because they don't have to endure the shit that a man has to endure. All they do is lace their fucking knees to their ears, light a candle, and start pumping away with their fucking dildo. They live 10 or 12 years longer. Who wouldn't? All I have is one orgasm after another three and five fucking times a day? Of course I'm going to get live longer. How am I going to live longer if I'm working a 12-hour shift in a fucking factory and I'm surrounded by testosterone and men? I'm not going to live longer. I'm constantly posturing, constantly showing them that I'm one of them. I'm not living longer. I'm living shorter. But a bitch, all she's doing is experiencing orgasms. Inside every home in America is an average of 5 to 10 dildos. That's just the mom. Now, if she's got three daughters... They each have six more dildos apiece. That's 18 dildos plus the moms at 10 dildos. 
There are 28, 30 dildos in each house in America. Isn't that upsetting? Isn't that bizarre? Got to have a dildo. Got to get myself off. I got to get myself off now. I got to have an orgasm. I didn't know nothing like this when I was changing oil at fucking Kmart with a $350 a week running tab that grew to $750 and even more from the Snap-on tools. If I just had Snap-on tools, man. If I just had Snap-on tools, fucking I'd fit in. I'd be just like these fucking guys with my clearance uniform. That's what it said. It said clearance. I never knew a clearance. They didn't even give me a fucking uniform. It was a jumpsuit with a zipper, and I had Clarence. And what happened to Clarence? I mean, Clarence? He's gone now. He's not doing his job of changing oil and saving the world, putting spark plugs in or new wires or whatever. They don't want you. They want me. They don't want somebody like you. But they will want you eventually because then the tide turns. They turn ugly. They turn ugly. They get fat as fuck. Don't they? They get all kinds of problems. They got depression like crazy. Well, no chick gets depression with me, but they would maybe with you. You know that semen is a natural antidepressant. All a woman's got to do is get fucked all the time by a real man, and she never is depressed. When a woman tells me she's on antidepressants, I know she's not getting real dick. I know she's got a dildo that doesn't squirt real semen, and she's suffering from depression. If you're a chick and you're depressed, you can come up here. You can come up here, we'll fuck. I'll swing you around my goddamn house by your ugly ponytail. I'll swing you around and I'll release you. And who knows what you'll crash into. That's the fun part. I have had chicks here crash into duck, fucking the top of dressers and chests, all the goddamn cosmetics, the perfume bottles, all just went smashing as they landed on top of these things. But they got a dose of semen, an oil, and natural antidepressant. The chick looks up at me at the toilet. I undid her toilet. All these condoms are clinging to the side of the toilet. From all the cum that didn't go in her hole. And I know what she's fucking suffering. I know what is, is not working in her. She needs un, just tons and tons, loads and buckets, 55-gallon drums of cum shot into her hole. And that's what I do. I do that. We just go nuts in the bathroom. At one point, my toe was in the fucking actual sewer pipe, the wax ring, and then the wax ring got on my fucking leg and on my fucking other leg, and the wax ring was all over the fuck her. It was a real nightmare. Playing with her cunt, there's the wax ring. It's super sticky. It's all over my hands. I'm playing with her cunt. There's the wax ring all over her asshole. There's the residue all over everything as we're in there, and I'm getting ready to blow my load. Not like you. With a 15.5 pound dick, you can't just start fucking like you can. I have to posture my dick. I have to get it in position. It's a, like a launching pad. It takes a second. It's long and big and, and super, just tremendously hard. That's what they want. And I have to get it in the right position to get it in the hole. It takes a second. But once it's in the hole, they will be beat mercifully with my fucking beaver bat all night long all night long i'm pumping her just pumping the fuck out of her and when i'm done pumping her i see that her pussy fills up with gas and i've learned this again and again and again i've learned it over the fucking years her cunt was packed with fucking gas that's what they call a pussy fart it was packed with gas and why was it packed with gas because i just fucked her 
My dick was like a well, like a pneumatic pump, something like that. And it was a big dick going in another hole, a shaft going in another hole. It's a, a seal there with a woman's pussy, and I pumped all this air into it. Then the cunt gets swollen up and expanded, and the pussy lips, they swell up and close. Why does it do that? Because it wants that, that load that you blew in there, it wants it in there, it wants it sealed off for a minute. Her cunt, her torso, wants to have a good time with this cum and figure out how best to extract the right cum to get it to the egg. Pass the cervix into the fucking ovaries and all that shit, so it closes that cunt down for business. It swells up. I've had this happen every time. Maybe you've never noticed it. And that's what happened to her cunt. She's telling me a story when I'm done fucking her. I'm standing up to come, still dripping. Her kneecaps are like frozen near her ears. Big hoop earrings. They're back now. I like those things. Look at it. It goes in a circle. There's no real end. You ever fuck a chick with hoop earrings on, you'll understand it's sort of a wedding between you and her as you're fucking her. It's an agreement. It's an unending loop there, like a wedding ring on the finger. But there's the hoop earrings. It's our agreement. It's the same width as my cock. And we have this visual and oral agreement, this mental agreement. That's our wedding rings as I'm pumping away. She tells me a horrible story about a friend of hers. And something came to me here. Something came to me. I mean, the wax ring is everywhere. Fucking things covered in pubic hairs. The condoms are still clinging to it. The wax ring broke off the fucking floor flange. It's on the, on the actual floor where the wax ring grows, grows, goes. And it's just fucking everywhere. Rolled all over the floor. There's snots on it. There's pubic hairs. There's anal hairs. There's cum on it. It just went everywhere. Like a recording device recording our session. It's like a fucking old fucking 45 record, some wax record, some vinyl record being cut in a studio. There's a, there's a, there it is. There's the evidence of what we did. Play that wax ring back and you'll hear it all live on, inside. So she tells me this story. As I'm standing there, I'm, I'm kind of like got my knees bent. I'm on the floor. My dick is starting to de-escalate. It's slowly going down and it's going down. It hits the floor with a thump. Boom, 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 boom. Like you know how your dick is. You can hear the heartbeat of your cock. And she says that, a cousin of hers, and this fit in perfectly. She says, I'm at her house, just helping her with her toilet and the wax ring and the leak on the floor. We just fucked. She said, a cousin of hers drives the bus for the all-girls school. Just one of the buses. They have. I think they, she told me they had four buses. It's a high-end all-girls school up here in upper northern Michigan. I think it's Catholic or, or non-denominational. I can't say for sure. I don't want to say Catholic. That sounds too cliche. And she said, she had an extremely big load of amount of women, amount of girls in the bus with her uniform on. And she said she was driving the bus east, east on 13A. That's a road up here. And she said while she was driving the bus east on 13A with all these chicks in it that just got out of school with her uniform still on, she said she started to get this pounding headache and then her vision started to change. And she said she noticed that she couldn't turn the steering wheel correctly. This is stuff the lady's telling me. Really odd, really strange story. I don't even know why I'm telling you. You're not, you really shouldn't have this kind of story. Gear other stories towards you. And she said her arms started to get frozen 
and she was driving the school bus for this all-girls school up here in upper northern Michigan. I live on 100 acres up here in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's bordered by state forest, state land. That's all Michigan really is. Two-thirds of Michigan is all fucking woods. And she said she started to hear voices, and the colors would change, and she saw different colors and rainbow colors, and she thought maybe she had been drugged or had fucking was having a stroke or a TIA. Eventually, the bus turns over. She crashes. The whole thing. They just crash. All the chicks are bouncing all over inside the fucking car. She's crashed. She's all out. And this is what it comes down to. When the authorities show up, she told me the story. Wait, well, I'm still, I got my legs bent. My cock is out. It's falling to the floor. The cum chamber's been blown. There's no more fucking ammunition. No more bullets, though her cunt is still throbbing and aimed at me and wanting more. And a dick can keep going, a cunt can keep going on and on. It just wants more. It's throbbing. It's open. It's moving back and forth. It's hungry. It just wants more. It's like a retard at a pancake dinner. I talked about that years ago. I worked at a pancake dinner. It's like that. A retard at a pancake dinner. And all he kept saying to me when I worked this thing was he said, more pancakes. He just kept saying more pancakes. Couldn't get to him. Couldn't make him understand that the fucking free pancake dinner was one pancake. And he kept come saying up to me again and again. He fucking wanted more pancakes. And it, it just went, really went bad. That's what a cunt is. It wants more pancakes, even after you've gave it every pancake that your free fucking pancake breakfast could give. Just wants more, throbbing, looking at you, needing more. She says, when the authorities came to the bus, they had trouble opening the door. But when they did open the door, it made a gas sound. It went, Psh! she imitated it. Psh! She said it made a gas sound. And they later examined the gas to see what it was. They thought maybe there was something with the gasoline tank, something caused the noxious fumes, something was burning, there was some gas, a problem with the air conditioner inside the school bus. Some kind of gas came out. When they tested the gas, what it was mostly composed of was these, they used an atomic fucking microscope on it, other things. And she said they used a 9930 examining device. A 9930 examines air on the atomic level. I didn't know that. She told me this story. She said what they found out was that the gas inside the bus mostly came out of a vagina. It, it consisted of scabs, pubic hairs, semen, lubricants, salves, lotions, chunks of rubber that was once inside of a pussy and it was trapped in that pussy, perspiration, fecal matter, and then it was let go. It was gassed down, it was distilled, turned into a gas, and eventually blown out of the cunt. And they said it was highly flammable, she said this. Had they not got to her, her cousin, I think she said it was, had they not got to her relative in time, the relative would have died. So what happened was, this is at least her idea of what happened, and she heard other people kind of skirt around the issue, but they'll never admit something like this. The fucking 40 girls, the 30 girls inside the school bus, this all-girls upper northern Michigan, kind of a private school, what happened was they all let pussy farts go. They had been taking dick all night long, at least two-thirds of them probably. They've been taking dick, the pussy got swelled up, 
It's holding that gas, that cocktail in there, because there was cum in there. It's trying to figure out, trying to figure out how to use the cum, how to best get the semen to the egg, and it shuts the doors down. But then when it's done with that, the door opens, which is her pussy. Once that pussy opens and that gas comes out, all hell breaks loose. It's this is something I was very interested in because I've studied this on a on a on my level for a long ass time. Pussy farts and the destruction of mankind, the destruction of fucking buildings, the destruction of fucking artwork, the destruction of car interiors, the destruction of interiors of homes, the destruction of fucking trusses and floorboards, if the chick's in the basement. The destruction of all these things are coming from a pussy fart, and this woman was nailed directly like a fucking rail gun, something like that used on a Navy ship that they're experimenting with, all at once on this woman in the bus. These fucking private school girls were all taking dick. The pussy gas was released because she kept running over bumps on this bus. They don't have great suspension. And all that gas bounced out the cunts, opened the door of the cunt, went into the bus, and the woman breathed it in, and she lost fucking control of the bus. She died, almost died. It was gone. It was toxic. They were gone. And the woman says it was from the pussy farts. The girls all farted because of the bumping of the bus. Now, this is going on right now as I make this recording. Buses are bouncing. They're hitting bumps. They're filled with bitches. They've all taken a dick all night long, and they're bouncing around that cunt gets bounced open, and that pussy fart comes out. And what happens? Well, the lights in the bus start flashing on the ceiling and the roof of it. The brake lights start flashing erratically. The speedometer starts acting funny. The gas gauge starts acting funny. All kinds of things happen inside the bus that isn't even attributed to a released pussy fart. This is what happens when you see a bus crashed. I realize that now. Thanks to my fucking I gave this woman, I went over to help her with a wax ring around her toilet and ended up fucking playing with her ring, her anus, giving her a rim job with my own dick, similar to the toilet situation, the leaking wax ring. To fix her leaking wax ring and her cunt with Norm Augustinus' big dick. I hate to say dick like that, because it sounds aggressive. It doesn't sound gentle, and I know that bothers people. But it's not supposed to be gentle. I mean, think about it. The girl you were taking to McDonald's for a fun meal and she wanted french fries and some plastic toy now wants 19 inches shoved into her asshole and her cunt. There is no more toys. It hurts. Shut up! It sounds, sounds critical. It sounds abusive, what I'm saying. But it's true. They don't want a fun meal. They want a fun cock in their anus in their back door. Song I sing all the time, always requested. 18 inches in your crapper. Don't you look mighty dapper. That's all I want. Buses are driving around, and I, this all came to me at this point. Buses are driving around. I was fingering her when I was thinking this out. She had her knees to her ears, and I was fingering around her cunt. Now, the cunt must have went the whole gape. I bet that goddamn thing was 10 inches, not a 10-inch hole, but a 10-inch area of all cunt. And then a half inch behind it's the asshole. It was a massive fucking carved gape between this lady's legs. It was actually creepy. It put me off. I thought, wow, do I feel small 
I don't mean dick-wise. I'm talking about psychologically and identity and who I think I am. Do I feel fucking small? Look at that goddamn gape. And it's outlined with barbed wire, which is her pussy hair. Better know what you're doing to get in there. It's dangerous. That's why the pubic hair's there. Don't jump the fence. You better know what the fuck you're doing. All these buses driving around, it came to me. Ding. Hear me, hear me click my finger. I don't know if you can or not. And it came to me. Buses are driving around. They're bouncing on bumps. They're letting out pussy farts into chicks in the bus. The lady is now attributed she had a stroke driving. You haven't seen this? She had a stroke. She had a heart attack. She had a TIA. She's got diabetes. She has low blood sugar. It's none of that when you read the bus crashed and it was the driver. It was the bumps jogging loose, jarring loose, the pussy fart, the cunt is jarred open, the fart comes out. It didn't happen years ago because chicks weren't taking the dick as much as they're taking it today. And they're taking it all the time. It came to me. I understand now what's going on. It's the same thing all over the world. It doesn't have to be a bus. You go into a museum of fine art, you're in New York City or something like that, you're looking at the ceilings, the frescoes and all kinds of shit, all the artwork. Well, the pussy farts are going in there and causing the ceilings to paint, destroying the artwork, the frames, the architecture, the entire building's coming down from pussy farts. Did you know that a pregnant woman can't give blood? Because if she did give blood, there's antibodies in the woman's blood. Now look this up. They could kill a man if he receives that blood. Shouldn't that be enough to scare the shit out of you about getting around a woman? I'm telling you, I never felt good in a fucking bus. I never felt good one fucking day, imbecile. I remember being in a bus. I felt fine. I was thinking about the shit I was going to do. I'm going to fly a kite. I'm going to go out BB gun hunting and try to shoot a mouse or a sparrow. I'm going to go near the river and look for frogs. Maybe there's a turtle in there. He's got his head out, and I can bash his head in with the butt of my fucking gun. I thought of all the stuff I was going to do. I'm going to set mouse traps all over the woods, go get them, and see if they're dead, if I've caught anything in my attempt to understand this life. I was excited about that shit. I'm going to do all kinds of things. I'm going to play around the helium balloon. I'm going to play a kite, an Estes rocket. I'm going to do all this stuff. But when I got in a bus, I noticed myself on that thing. And this woman caused this revelation. When I got on the fucking bus, something happened to Norm Augustinus. The ideas, the creativity stopped. And I felt like fucking garbage. And why did I feel like garbage? Because there's nothing hornier than a fucking 14-year-old chick in a bus that's bouncing around. She's so turned on and the gas is coming out and coming out and coming out. As she's smiling at you like a fucking Mona Lisa painting, the smile on that whore on that painting, as she's smiling at you silently sitting over there watching you as you are decaying and falling the fuck apart on that bus. I know, kinds of ideas. I'm going to go home. I found a fucking half-used erector set in somebody's garbage. I'm going to create something, some piece of shit that means nothing to nobody. I'm going to do that. I found a barrel of monkeys somebody threw out on fucking garbage day. It was a game. So the plastic thing looked like a barrel, and a bunch of monkeys were in it made out of plastic, and their hands were like fucking hooks. Try to hook as many monkeys as you could. I'm going to play with that. I got a barrel of monkeys. 
I got a Monopoly board game with all the fucking shit missing. I'm going to take the Monopoly board game. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to put it over my head, and I'm going to tape it, and I'm going to be the flying fucking nun, Sister Patrill with Sally Field. This is shit I used to think. Well, all that shit died. And why did it die? Because myself and my padres, my peers standing in a fucking line for that fucking bus waiting for that bus to come on that was filled with 16 chicks that were already sexually active since they were fucking 12 years old, they were in that bus ready to seek and destroy and wipe us out. That's why men get dementia more than women, and it's true. Chick ain't fucking giving you dimension. Mentia with a fucking magnesium frying pan, an aluminum frying pan, she don't fucking isn't getting that. She's giving it to you. She's not eating eggs on a magnesium frying pan. That's what they used to say. You're getting dementia from that. Dementia starts from the moment you see a bitch. That is the reality of life. The reality of life is try to fucking survive around a bitch because they are toxic in every way. They will destroy you. I can go over this again and again and again. I'm trying to help people. This is like a sort of like a public service announcement. But because I'm not elevating you and telling you how great you're going to be and how great you're going to be tomorrow, of which none of the things are true, you're never going to be nothing. You hope to eat and survive and pay your bills, but I can almost promise you you're never going to be nothing. You're never going to be on the level of a Norm Augustinus. You're just not. I'm sorry. I, I'm embarrassed to say that. I, know, I mean, the fucking financial backing you give me, I shouldn't talk to you that way. It's massive, the money you give me. Anything I wanted to be, the minute... this All this shit came to me when I went to this house and fucked this woman. Now, when I fucked her, shit, I was... I must have been... I was two feet from her. My dick is so big that I was licking her fucking belly button because my cock is so long. That's where my face was. She told me all this shit. Why couldn't I just fucked and just let it at that? When she told me about her cousin who was in this bus accident, it just started, I, my mind started reeling. I went all the way back to me standing on Parkdale in Utica, Michigan, waiting for some whore who was driving the bus. Now you got a whore there, the lead pussy farter, and her minions in the back of the bus, and they're all dropping pussy farts. And then she opens that door, and you can hear that laughter now. I understand this now. You can hear it, this twisted, horrible laughter. As she opens that fucking door, the pussy gas comes out. You hear the... You ever hear that when I stop a bus? And then you walk into it. They're all laughing. You're dead. Your mind's gone. You don't have dementia now, but you're going to have it. You're not retarded now, but you are going to be retarded. You're not in a fucking welfare nursing home right now with a gigantic African-American bitch with plastic gloves on trying to clear your asshole out and stealing the last fucking plastic soldier you kept from your childhood with a parachute on it, and she's ripping that off too, the last of whatever you were. This is all going to happen when you got in that school bus. My number was fucking up that moment. Every bitch in there had three sixes tattooed in her fucking head, and so did the bus driver, because they had you trapped into this long fucking tube, and all they're doing is farting out pussy gas. Deadly shit. Dementia, Alzheimer's, liver disease, cancer, blood disease, eye issues, eyes, eyeballs, breathe in heavy amounts of oxygen. Well, when that oxygen is tainted with a sour, 
unbelievable, toxic pussy fart, and it's let out, and your eyes breathe that in. You don't understand why you're wearing glasses by 28? You got bifocals? Glasses are half a fucking inch thick? Well, Susie, at age fucking 12, when you got on that bus, had your number and wiped you out. Wiped you out. You got on a bus. You're laughing. Boy, when I go home, I'm going to fix that kite I found in the garbage. Everything I had to do was in the garbage because we didn't have any money. We're going to get some gar. I'm going to go through people's garbage. I found a kite. I'm going to tape it together. And I'm going to fly the kite around, look up into the sky. It's going to be wonderful. And ain't going to be wonderful. Because the guy that went in the garbage can and put that kite and now is taping it up and had to go two more days in a bus to go to school to finish off the week, you just lost fucking 10, 12% of your brain power and you don't even know it because Susie and Jacqueline and Kim and Kay and Lori and that fucking bus just blew a pussy fart and she's smiling at you like a goddamn chink in a rice paddy that just set a tripwire. Oh, problem, no problem, okay. Okay, no comps. Oh, no problem. And all about that, I was in Vietnam for two tours. Two tours, 18 fucking months as a door gunner in an Apache fuck in a Huey helicopter, not an Apache. Bell Huey. I was a door gunner. I know all about that shit. I'd rather go against the fucking goddamn VC than that shit any day of the week than get in a bus today because of what I know. And it's just not in a bus. You're going to say, okay, I survived that. What Norm's saying makes 100% true. I don't have to worry. I'm not getting in buses anymore. I own my own car. Dude, it doesn't fucking matter. You go into a museum, a bitch was in there, you're breathing pussy farts. You're going to the fucking, some, some public pool and there's an indoor thing, you're getting in pussy farts. You're breathing them in long, deep, and hard. You're going to some store, the dude, the chick's in there, she blew a pussy fart, man. You're breathing the pussy fart in, your brain's going down. It doesn't matter where the fuck you're going. The theater was one of the worst places. Can you imagine going to a movie theater with what you know now? They got the seats reclined back. The chick's legs are up and her legs are spread like she's getting ready to take a dick. And then she's just blowing one pussy fart after another while she's jamming down fucking gobfuls, handfuls of fucking popcorn with her hydrogenated oil. Hydrogen, hydrogenate, hydrogenate, with her fucking oil. Pussy farts all over the goddamn place. You're watching the movie and you're wondering why you're not laughing as hard as you were when the movie first started. I don't understand this. Fifteen fucking minutes in this movie, I couldn't stop laughing. Three quarters of the way into the movie, I haven't laughed at all, and I feel funny. I feel stiff. I feel like I got Celine Dion's disease, the wooden Indian disease, where she just stands there with her fucking one hand on her clit and the left hand pinching her left nipple, freezing, looking out the window. Stinking the place up. The wooden Indian disease. I don't understand it. Came into the theater, was laughing my ass off. Now I gotta be carried out in a fucking stretcher. Now I'm frozen like my dopamine dried up. Then you know who the fuck I am. I know what happened to you. The bitches in there, these self-entitled American bitches, don't care about blowing pussy farts all over the fucking place. And what is a pussy fart? A pussy fart is a man who dicked her all night long. Two men, five men, ten men. Took the dick and jammed it in that hole and pumped all kinds of air in that cunt. 
just pumped it. Her eyes fucking rolled back. She's got the script going, making all the goddamn noises she's supposed to make. Then all that air's pumped into that fucking cunt. You know what a cunt can take? 5,000 pounds of pressure PSI? It can take that much pressure. It won't blow up. You can't kill the cunt. Even when they bury the bitch in a fucking cemetery and she's at the top of the hill, all that poison comes down to you, takes everything out of you. Your voice box, your eye sockets, your fucking hair falls out twice as fast because some bitch is at the top and all her toxic fluid's leaking down on you. When I die, I'm going to be buried in a man's cemetery with fucking dignity, with honors. I'm going to be buried in a man's cemetery on a four-gun fucking salute from civilians in a man's cemetery. I don't want to be buried by next to some bitch who took a goddamn dick for 85 years, hundreds and hundreds of men, and there she sits all noble. You think about that, dick. You don't want that fuck stick. You want what I'm saying here. In the theater, you're laughing. You can't laugh anymore. You notice you're not even laughing, and now you catch yourself, you're not even looking at the fucking screen anymore. Your head's tilted back, and you're looking at the ceiling, and you're frozen looking at the ceiling, but the show's in front of you. Why? Because of pussy farts. Because of what this woman exposed me to when she said her cousin, the bus crashed, they tested the air in there, and it was kind of on the QT, which means the quiet touch. The chicks in there were fucking popping out pussy farts every time the bus driver hit a bus. It was like a countdown. It was like a fucking time bomb. Tick, tock. Tick-tock. Every bump got her closer to the detonation, and that was it. Boom. Hey, no problem, you say. I'm going to be driving around in my electric car. I'm going to drive around in my electric car. It's really smooth. It's Elon Musk mobile. I'm driving around, all kinds of suspension. I'm not going to hit any bumps, and I'm going to be okay. No, you're not going to be okay. The fucking Elon Musk mobile is more insulated, more silent, more quiet. It has a 0.2 decibel. You know what an average fucking car has? 610 decibel. That's how many sounds you can hear in the car. It's got a minus 0.2 decibel in Elon Musk. It's completely sealed when she blows that pussy fart out. And she's trying to dazzle you with her uniqueness, her inventiveness, her destiny of fame and fortune. And she's really, you should be happy that she's there with you. As you're doing all this shit and your playlist is going on, you got your PR card down or your fucking whatever old spice cologne on. When she lets a pussy fart in Elon Musk mobile out, you're fucking dead. You're gone. You're not breathing air no more. You're breathing directly over a cunt. You might as well put a mask over her cunt with a hose on it and put the other mask on your face and just breathe right from her cunt and prepare to turn into shit. You're not going to cure dementia in this planet as long as there's a bitch here. Men dementia. You're not going to clear insanity. You're not going to clear Alzheimer's. You're not going to clear eye diseases because wherever there's a bitch, this is what's going on, and they're able to continue. Where's the laws at? Where's the security, the peace of mind for a man like me? Where do you go? You're going to say, well, to go in your backyard, Norm. You live on 100 acres. Really? You know anything about the fucking jet stream, Ignoramus? The jet stream, the air that travels around the planet, in a certain way, a certain path. You know anything about that? The jet stream can cause pussy farts to move throughout the fucking the planet. You're in a backyard. You got yourself your weed out. You got your heroin, your acid, your fucking grinders, your spoons. You got all kinds of shit out there. 
And all of a sudden, a jet stream boosts a large pocket of pussy fart from Sweden. They like to take dick over there. A large amount of fucking pussy farts from Denmark. They like it over there. They just love it. And then there you are in the backyard. You don't know what's the matter with you. You were on your chaise lounge. You were lounging on your back. You had a drink on your left hand. And for no fucking good reason, you just roll over off your fucking couch-like thing. And you're laying face first in the dirt. You're not dead, but you're almost dead. The jet stream got you, motherfucker. It got you. There's no way out of it. There's no way out of anything. You're not getting out. The chick you think is your pal is your enemy. The chick you think is helping you is completely trying to sabotage you in every fucking way. This isn't paranoia or neuroticism. It's nothing like that. I noticed that when I go ice fishing and I got a bitch in there and I brought her in there because I intend on ro on bending her over the fucking heater or the ice chest and banging her from the fucking rear for two or three hours, I notice that I start to feel funny in there. As of the last couple of years, I started to put a vent in there and a small oxygen little thing you can pull off the wall because it can happen because I had a sneaking suspicion of what's going on. I had this chick not ask me to fucking come over and help her with her wax ring, to come over and fix the wax ring of her toilet, this wouldn't have hit me. I wouldn't have understood this. I would have never got it. I would have never believed it. But this is a woman saying it right there. Let me tell you something. She blew out a pussy fart in that bathroom, and I should, shouldn't have been in that bathroom. And I remember sort of losing consciousness. I thought I slipped on the wax ring, and I hit my head on a toilet tank. It wasn't an accident. That isn't an accident at all. Some people are extremely sensitive to that shit. They fall and shit like the president, like fucking President Biden. With a large audience out there, a lot of chicks out there, all kinds of women out there, different people, Democrats, Republicans. They fuck different. They hold the gas different, don't they? They hold it different. Gas in a Democrat's pussy is much more fucking defensive. Wants more, so there's more packed into it. A Republican pussy takes a pussy, takes the gas, blows it out straight away. Nothing, hold no fucking grudges, no, nothing. I learned all this. And it's a learning that you can do. It's a learning that you can understand. If you've got kids in a bus now, again, I learned this from this chick. I hate to keep hammering away at that. If you've got kids and they're going onto a bus right now, your kid right now, as I speak, is being nuked by a 12-year-old who took dick all night long. It sounds incredible. It sounds crazy. It sounds impossible. But it's true. And the kid's head's being nuked off. He's laughing. He got on the bus, was laughing. He was going to do this. He was going to do that. You were going to take him to the store and buy him a Coca-Cola or a grape slushy. He don't even fucking remember you saying that when he comes home. How was your day, Noah, with his unisex name? What day? What is, what, how was what? What day are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, you were gonna play with that kite you found in a trap. I don't give a fuck about that kite. Well, you were gonna play with that fucking Monopoly game board. You're gonna put it on your head and try to fly like Sister Patrol in the Flying Nun using duct tape. I'm not gonna do anything like that. I don't know what day you're talking about. I'm going to lay down for a little while. Dude, you're going to lay down a lot more as you get older and older and older because of the pussy farts. There's only one way out of this, I think. And that is probably to be somewhere where there's old people. Old people who are not taking a dick all the time. And they're taking it 
and taking it and taking it other women. But the old people are not taking it. They're not blowing pussy farts out. But who could live with an old, demented fucking prune who was once a young thing? Reminding you that you're aging. Reminding you that what you once worshipped, what you once dreamed about, what you once beat your meat about, is now standing in front of you like a fucking canvas bag sack of shit. <laughs> I know I have word power. I mean, there's no denying that. And it's a gift I was giving. It's a gift, this kind of word power, and it's true. But you can learn from me. You can take lessons from me. You can understand the world that you're in better than what I am. Now, the whole goddamn planet Earth is a sealed atmosphere, ozone layer and all that. It's sealed. We can't live outside of it. We're being crushed right now on a gigantic scale of monumental proportions by pussy farts. This is, that sounds stupid. It even makes me laugh because it sounds stupid, doesn't it? It just sounds dumb. You go to a key machine. You're standing at a key machine. You want to have a key made. And you're standing there. Now, the chick's in front of you. She blows a pussy fart. She took six African-American cocks all night long. She six took six fucking Chicanos cocks all night long. Six Puerto Rican cocks all night long. And maybe she took another dozen fucking cocks from people who just jumped over the wall coming from Mexico. She took them over. They don't care. She's getting a key made. Why golly, she's going to keep herself safe with her dollar ninety nine lock, and she's getting a key made in front of you, and she pulls a pussy fart. She drops one out, all that gas blown out, and through her panties and through her drawers. <coughs> Excuse me. Smoked a little reefer before. Kind of got a hoarse throat. And you're standing behind her. You're going to get a key made. When she blows that pussy fart out and leaves a sigh of relief because it was four or five thousand pounds of pressure in her cunt, scabs, hairs, cum, of dust mites, fucking human skin, fucking dog hairs, all pumped into her cunt, all mixed into a cocktail of death. When she pulls that out, she's done with her key and she says, hi, how you doing? And maybe she can fuck you too. How you doing? You don't even remember what you're doing standing there. You know, maybe I'll get a key another day. I don't need a, you know something I don't think I, what the fuck am I doing here? Stand in front of a key machine. I don't need a goddamn key. I want to go over the fucking plant department. They just got six new poinsettias in, uh, two Christmas cactuses and a Venus flytrap. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in here. Of course you don't know what you're doing in there. You were in front of the key machine. You were going to get a key you don't know because she just dropped out this deadly potion out of her fucking cunt. Now, no way does a man do that. Think of this. Thank you very much to this woman who helped me understand this, by the way. The toilet, the wax ring. And no way does a man do this. Where do we store fucking sex gas? We don't store sex gas. It's impossible for a man to store sex gas. All we can do is have an extremely smelly cock and some semen that's caused our cock to adhere to the inside of our thigh. That's about the danger of a man. Men aren't dangerous. I know this. I've studied it for years upon years upon years. Algorithms, dry erase boards, chalkboards. I know what I'm talking about here. I'm collating every day, every night. doesn't end. Where's our deadly gas? Where's our residual of what we were doing the night before? Think about that in itself. 
A woman walks around with a history of what she's fucked in her pussy and she could release it upon you. The entire history, the diatribe, the moment, the six or ten hours that she was fucking all night long, she walks around with this history chip, this book, this written knowledge in her cunt until she's ready to release it on to you. And then your mind's gone. I can't tell you how many times I got in a bus laughing as a kid. I can't tell you how many times I came into the courtroom when I went to elementary school at McMillan Booth in Detroit, Michigan, how many times I went into the courtroom and I was excited and happy and taking my boot off, but there were six chicks around me and they blew on pussy farts, and when they left the fucking courtroom, I was sitting on the bench with two rubber boots in each hand and I didn't even know who the fuck's boots they were. That's not right. That's not right. That's not fair. Is it? We used to have a fucking machine at our school, like Mullen Booth. And you could go into this machine. It was a thing when for kids in different grade levels, and they'd be rewarded through their teacher, and they'd do this or that in the machine. And the machine had not money, but gifts and rewards and points and all kinds of stuff. They would float around inside the machine like a money machine. You ever see those? And you'd get to go in there. Well, every time I went into the fucking machine to be rewarded, Four or five other chicks were not it before me, and they blew out pussy farts as they were trying to get fucking 100 points, as they were started trying to get fucking two tardies excused, as they were trying to get fucking Book of the Month Club and their five stars and a free pizza at Pizza Hut, as they were in there blowing the pussy farts around, and it was my turn to come in. It was a sealed clear box made of, made of plastic sheets. It would blow these things around way before the fucking money grab or whatever that thing is. We had this. When I get in that fucking machine, I was first waving my arms around and smiling, and my family was taking pictures, and I was laughing and gripping and groping at the glass and the plastic walls and the things floating around and jumping up and down. Eight minutes of that, and I was standing there like I was lobotomized. It didn't fucking matter if they were $100 bills or gold bricks held in the air by helium balloons. My mind was fucking gone because the box was filled with fucking cocktails of pussy farts, and I was gone. I can't tell you how many times my mom would say, Why'd you go in there and act like that? You think that's funny acting like that? That's what my mom would say. You think it's funny acting like that's not fun? Trying to act the reverse of what they're doing, and I kept pleading with her and telling her that I'm not doing it on purpose. I don't know what the fuck happened. I went in there with the best intentions, and I fucking I froze up. I don't know what it was. Everything was blurry to me. It was like I was underwater in a, or in a fucking cube of gel, and I was frozen. That chick walked out of there because she's immune to pussy farts. The more they can take out, the more damage they can take out with regards to a man, the stronger they get, and you get weaker. Weaker and weaker and weaker. That's why fucking women today are trying to feminize men and have them tape their cock between their smelly ass. Because then they feminize them and break their spine. He's not a man anymore. He's like a chick. We got him. We got control of him. We can take the fuck over. Eventually, it'll come down to Uzis and Uzis versus a bitch. And Uzi's going to win. We'll catch on. Yeah, half of my mind will be gone. Three quarters of our mind will be gone. But we will catch the fuck on. We'll catch on. You ever go into those crawly things at McDonald's? It's a McDonald's toy. You go to McDonald's, it's this big crawly toy thing you can go into. Up ladders and down tunnels and in tubes and plastic things with a window. You ever go in there? I went in there. 
I went in there. My mom was taking fucking pictures of me, and I was looking out the big fucking window, and I was smiling and waving, and she said, I just went dead inside the thing. My face fell forward on the glass, this plastic thing that you could see the person inside of it, the plastic glass window. It fell forward on that, and she said, I just stared out with my mouth agape looking out the window. I come out, she said, why'd you do that? They had to pull me out of the thing. Why'd you do that, she said. Pulled them out. When I finally start drink, smelling and breathing oxygen out of there, I said I didn't do it on purpose. I don't know what happened. I went in there with the best of fucking intentions, imbecile. That's what I used to call my mom. I went in there with the best of fucking intentions. I don't know what happened. I went into this fucking thing, start crawling on the tubes. Pretty soon I felt like I was underwater and gelled up. It was like I had the Celine Dion wooden Indian fucking disease. I don't know where I was or who I was. That's because chicks were in there before I was in there. I know this all now. And they were blowing out pussy farts from the train they pulled the night before. I don't fucking care what age it is. Don't hand me that shit. They were pulling fucking trains with all kinds of dudes. They got in there, they're bent over, they're laughing, they're running, they're chasing each other. One pussy farter creator after another having fun. I came in on the tail end of it, took it all in, and froze up. The dopamine dried up. My old dopa was gone. I was needed to be hospitalized for a minute. This is shit that can happen to you. This is something you need to know. This wasn't even planned, this recording. I didn't even know if I was going to do this recording. I thought it was out of line. I thought it was out of bounds, out of distance. I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do this. Free country, free all kinds of bullshit like that. The idea of free speech in America. Fucking Constitution doesn't really say that. But that's what people believe. I didn't get this out. These are things that happened to me. I played the tape back after I fucking banged out this bitch at her house for a fucking wax ring toilet work from the leaking toilet. So you don't know what's going to come your way. You don't know what you might learn, how you might be enlightened, how the world could open up to you and you full, suddenly and fully understand what's going on. You think that book will ever get published? Do you think a 145-page fucking pamphlet that I would write that pussy farts are destroying you and the world around you. Do you think that could get published? No, they're not going to say that. They're not going to let you know that, are they? Not in any way, not in any way. I was going to say shape or form. Are they going to let you know that? You know how many Santas? Now, this is the truth. You know Santa Claus. Santa Claus and all that and the Christmas and all that stuff. Do you know that Santa Claus's their morality rate? is like 80%, very few Santa Clauses who do it for a professional job are there after the age of 47 and a half. And I studied this, and I thought this is a direct, this would never not show. I studied this after this woman, 47 and a half. That's as long as they live. Now, why would a Santa Claus die? Why would their morality be shorter than a regular person's. They're doing good things. They're with kids. They're having a good time. There's presents. It's holidays. Why would a Santa Claus die? Why would they die more than anybody else? The reason is simple, and I think you know why. You know why now because you've been enlightened. You've been educated. You've been elevated to a new level. You know why. And I've told you why here. Because of the woman that I fucked with my 15.5 pounds of dick that I weighed on my friend's cocaine scale. He was a cocaine salesman. I can still see his sister licking my shaft, the dick of my dick shaft, licking it. I could still see her doing that. Now, she would lick my shaft, 
because my dick wasn't between my buns bent over backwards in my ass. She wouldn't like that. She would lick my dick. It was enticing. It wasn't juicy. It was flavorful. It was fresh. I could still see that. I'm licking my balls. Why would a sand... I don't know why I say that. I can still see it, though. It comes into my head. You know you have favorite memories? You see the coke all over your balls? Have you had that? You see people licking your balls and shit to get the coke off? The cocaine? Use his fucking cute kids as mules for the coke with a dandruff on their shoulders. It wasn't dandruff. You know what it was. It was cocaine. Cocaine. Why does a Santa Claus not live long? Because a Santa Claus has a chick sit on his lap. And when she's sitting on his lap, she's salivating about the fucking thing she's going to get. This self-entitled motherfucking monster of what she's going to get this year. You're getting nothing, whore. You're getting chlamydia. You're getting HPV. You're getting all kinds of shit. You're getting nothing. Nothing real. Because she's sitting on Santa Claus's lap. And when she's on Santa Claus's lap salivating about the thing she's going to get, that cunt releases that gas because it doesn't know when it's going to get a dick again. So it hangs on to it. It's greedy. It's kind of greedy that way. It hangs on to that gas, that dick gas, the sexual fucking moment gas, that moment, that history, that engram. It holds on to it, locks it into that cunt memory locker. But when Santa Claus starts talking about all this shit she's going to get, the cunt relaxes. It's going to get more. Somewhere in that social setting at Christmas, there's going to be another dick and another dick and another dick. And she lets that gas go. And Santa Claus is point blank, is ground zero for pussy fart gas. And he loses his mind. You can't keep breathing that toxic fucking cocktail again and again. You can't keep breathing it one woman after another. Everybody's got the pussy fart gas, the cocktail. The mom's in the next room. She's taking dick all night long. All that smelly gas in the fucking room goes in the kid's pussy, and she pumps it out in front of Santa Claus. It's really creepy, and he loses his mind. You ever see glassy-eyed Santas? It's not that old cliche of drunkenness in movies like to have and Hollywood likes to use. It's nothing like that. It's pussy fart gas, he took a direct hit, and he's got the fucking wooden Indian fucking syndrome that Celine Dion has. Right now, she's standing on her 18th fucking floor looking on a $10,000 window. She's totally naked, one hand's in her cunt, and the other hand's on her nipple, and she's frozen looking out in the backyard at a concrete deer next to her fucking lake she had installed in the backyard. That's the truth. I learned all this, and I couldn't wait to tell you about it. I learned it all when she asked me to come to her house. It was a gift from God, really. When she asked me to come to her house and fix her toilet, when I saw the rubbers in there, when her eyes met, when I start fucking her out, when I start banging her from the fucking rear, she had old metal pipes under her sink, like these metal galvanized direct, uh, decorative pipes that, that held the sink up. It's an older house. And they're at the outside of the sink, and they're under it, told to keep the, the sink elevated. Otherwise, the sink would fall off. It's mounted to the wall, yes. But if someone stood on it, it would pull the sink off. I remember ripping one of those pipes off and using it like one of my pussy plungers on her in that room. It was incredible. She had this round thing that was for fucking powder, face powder. I think they call it a face powder mop or something like that. 
You ever see him? You dab your face with face powder? And I put that out of the pipe and I pumped out her cunt after I was done fucking her with this fucking, this powder puff. Is that what they call it? This puff, this powder puffer, puffer thing. And I was grateful for what I had learned from her. See, in every fucking story, in every novel, in every encounter that you meet or make, I don't care what it is, how horrible the book is, how lousy the person is, how horrible the interview, the meeting went. There's two or three words that can make up a sentence, and you actually learn something in that meeting. you got to know when to recognize it, or you'll lose it. You have to know when to recognize the magic thing that came out of that, the five or six, two sentences, three sentences, five words that came out of that horrible book, that horrible encounter, that horrible person. They're in there, and that's what I'm trained to do. That's what I'm able to spot right now. As I'm talking to you, I can see the little me climbing up the stairs of the Utica Community School's big bus and going up the stairs, passing the female driver, and walking into that gas. I understand it now. I walked into it. I was going to get a baby bird. He was going to fly above my head, and I was awe and amaze. I was going to awe and amaze everybody at the bus stop. That's my fucking bird. I was going to do that. This was on my agenda. Until I walked into the back and six of the girls, ten of the women, blew pussy farts. There's nothing worse than a chick that hasn't taken dick. I understand that now. The pussy fart of a chick who hasn't taken a dick, it's just pure, vile bitterness and unhappiness in that cunt. It's not getting a dick. And it creates its own cocktail, missing the cum, the scabs, the dog hair, the lint, the fucking cum, the fecal matter. It's That's not in there. It's just eating itself and then blows it out. Hey, Norman. Hey, Norman, tell me about the bird that you're going to train. He, he's going to fly above your head, and he, he's going to do circles around you at the fucking bus stop. Tell me about that. It's such a touching story. <laughs> I'm on the bus. That's somebody just asked me that, one of my friends. And I move my head like a fucking wooden Indian, like the Celine Dion fucking wooden Indian syndrome, and I look at the person, that whatever, the girl, the guy, and I say, what the fuck are you talking about? What bird? What the hell are you babbling about? What are you rambling on about, imbecile? You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. at the big clock in cyberspace it's dark out there in cyberspace it's scary out there in cyberspace you're out there in cyberspace you're frozen with fear you don't know what to do you're looking up you're looking down you're looking to the right you're looking to the left it's windy out you don't know what to do you're frozen 
till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background, and you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder, eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles, you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Isabel, how are you? I heard you inherited a lot of money, and I am writing to see if you want to invest in my new company. As you know, men that are wanting to be a woman are bending their dick over, and they are tucking the dick in the crack of their ass. Bell, this dick tucking and bending thing is going to cause a lot of issues with men's dicks, especially if the man got an erection while his dick was bent and tucked and resting in his ass crack. I am starting a franchise of cock chiropractors. These special penis crackers will crack the dicks of men 
that tuck their dick into the crack of their ass in an attempt to present themselves as a woman. Instead of back and neck cracking, my dick specialists will crack dicks in order to realign them after the dick has been bent backwards and shoved into a sweaty, smelly ass crack for 8 and 10 hours every day. I call my enterprise Cock Crackers Incorporated. Isabel, I need $100,000 straight away. Please get back to me. Your investment in Cock Crackers Incorporated will make you a wealthy woman. Love, Norman. P.S. Yes, dicks do crack and can become unaligned. Also, I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the bingo hall. She was calling out the bingo numbers. When she went on break, we got to talking, and before I knew what was happening, we were in the back room of the bingo hall, and we were fucking on top of the 25 extra-large hot Little Caesars pizzas that were to be sold by the slice to the people playing bingo. When your big-titted little sister sucked my cock, I rolled up a slice of pizza, and I ass-fucked your big-titted little sister with a rolled-up pizza slice while I pinched her nipples, fingered her ears, and thumbed her wet mouth. While we were 69ing one another, I scraped the pizza sauce off the pizzas, and I filled your big-titted little sister's cunt to the top with sauce, and then I drank it using a straw. The both of us came at exactly the same time, and when your big-titted little sister came, she jutted her hips into the air, and she squirted her vaginal juices all over the Little Caesars pizza pies. Your dick is out of alignment uh-huh. because of your tucking yeah. and extreme uh-huh. need to be yeah. a woman. So I will now uh-huh. realign your yeah. cock and you can uh-huh. live to tuck yeah. another day. Here we go. At the Cockcracker Corporation, that enormous tucked away prick that is resting inside your ass crack will be freed and your dick will be cracked in every way humanly possible and then realigned by a trained pudcracker. Because the constant pain of your dick being bent behind you and clamped onto by your ass cheeks 24-7 is gone, you'll be free to become the woman that you always wanted to be. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.